morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, <clears throat> and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. This is E5 Bayo. Grab a chair, grab a seat, grab a blanket, cop a squat, sit on the grass, get you some tea, some coffee, some juice, some water, a drink. It's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Remember the key word, water. <laughs> I want to talk about this subject, and it may offend a few people, or some people will be like, oh, that's not how it is. Go somewhere else. Excuse yourself out the room. Before we start, hello, welcome. I was watching this show on uh, Amazon called Harlem. It's about four sisters, they're friends, right? One, two, three, four. They're friends. They talk about their hardship and their life and their journey. And they're all there to separate it, you know, to celebrate it with each other and to become, you know, a stronger bond. But the cool part is that they fuck up. And they know how to hold themselves accountable. And they know how to apologize. Now, is this show the epitome of what friendship is? No. Those are great writers great. Did they capture some of it? Yes, I do believe that. And I'm not really one for a reality or, you know, all of this, but we need that. If society is saying women need to learn how to be friends now, and they need that, that bonding back, because everywhere you look now, they even put Sex in the City remake, an up-to-date version of it. Big Dot, wow. Um, but I mean, they even did that and I'm not really a sex in the city girl. I just like the part where Sarah Jessica Parker, because she, she really intrigues me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she really does. She intrigues me, her life story, her herself as an actress, just as a person from what I'm reading. Right. Cause I don't know her personally. But she intrigues me, you know. She intrigues me by the choices and roles that she pick, how she picks them, because she just don't take anything. Like, you're, you're not going to give her anything. And I think that's why I'm so intrigued by her, you know, because most people, just a side note, most people will grab at anything. Oh, I need a part. I need a part. Not Sarah Jessica Parker. That bitch, I like her. Because, you know, I don't know if any of y'all follow her, but I, you know, I did at one time, like, she was so intriguing to me. Because she turned down massive roles. Like, mm, mm I don't want it. And you, you know, her husband, we already know who he is. But anyway, they would tell her, you know, you have to take this. And she was like, no. So at one time they was calling her a diva. But she wasn't. She just knew what she wanted. She was a cocky white bitch way before cocky white bitches became famous. <laughs> like, well, no. Like, for real. And I loved her because she was fresh out the gate. Here it is. You have Meryl Streep. You have all these women. And they're grabbing roles. Sarah and Jessica Parker's like, nope, I don't want it. And they're like, what? You have to take it. She was like, no, I don't. I really don't. And when everybody else was sitting there like, oh, you're, you're, you're going to destroy yourself. You're going, now look at this bitch. Years later. Sex in the City has been over there to make movies, did all of that. She took a brand and did just what she set out to do. And then, now, years later, they all old. You know, some of them have facelifts and all of that. 
she's still the timeless beauty. I always call her that. But now she's back. Like, hey, how you doing? Still her, her, her regular self. But I love the fact that she chooses what's beneficial for her. And guess what? Her friends see her vision. They understand the assignment. Now, the other chick, she didn't come back. But she was good with that. They wrote her a beautiful way of she went her way to pursue whatever it is she pursued. And that's it. We don't talk bad about her. She just ain't here. All right. But the other ones that are there, listen, let's talk about it. But I like it because whatever she pitches to them, they're going to co-sign. Why? Because she's not going to take them into somewhere and leave them. And she's going to make sure everyone eats. She brought the whole fucking cast back except for one. But I love it. Friendships, bondings, just having that, that structure a little bit more sturdier. You have all these shows coming out. They're going to do the sisters thing again. They're starting with just making that, that sister bond. So if, and y'all always say art imitates life. So here it is. It's being brought out. Protect your women. Watch out for your women's sisters. Become friends. And so then I had to sit back and say, do people know what a friend is? You know what I'm saying? Do you have that concept of what a friendship is? So I put up for my brother. He made a post about being friends and having healthy friendships. He said during their conversation, he had said something evil, something wicked. That wasn't friend appropriate, right? And his friend asked, well, what did you say? He said, no, it's not worth repeating. But I want to apologize. Because we are setting healthy boundaries. But we're also showing each other love. And sometimes we get in our funk. Sometimes we do get that friend of me jealous. Sometimes we get that. You know, like, wow, how is it happening to you and it's not happening to me? And, you know, that's fucked up. And I've worked my ass off and you're, you're, you're prospering. So we do get that friend of me jealous. Y'all can own it or not, but it is true. We get that comp competitive spirit. Like, oh, you think you can do this? I can do this. Even in, even people in the spiritual community. If you can bring down a spirit, well, I'm going to go and bring down a spirit and their cousin. It's always a competition. Listen, I was just telling my good, good girlfriend right hand. I said, you know, it's crazy because I was at this event and, you know, I'm not, I'm not just, I, I don't have to say, well, spirit said, I'm just going to tell you the message I received and I'm going to give it to you straight to the point. That's it. Oh, well, I didn't see that. Okay. I'm, I'm never in competition with nobody. I know how to come in a room and be so fucking humble and sit down and just be quiet. I speak to everybody. Hey, how y'all doing? Benicion, Santo, Malika Masala, whatever the greeting is. I'm going to make sure I greet everybody. And then I'm going to sit down because I know that I'm in the room full of nothing but wisdom. So I want to listen because I already know the lessons is in the stories that y'all get ready to share. So... But I'm not in competition. I'm not here. You know, I went someplace, right? One time. <laughs> this was a few months back, right? A few months back. I went somewhere. 
tell about an event. I never say, oh, well, yeah, follow me on Instagram or follow me on Facebook. I have this and this and this. I never do that, right? Oh, you know, you're famous. We in the, we in the presence of famous people. Well, famous don't, I ain't getting a check, so I don't consider myself as famous. Okay. Oh, well, I'm just saying, you know, you need to read me. Let me see. <clears throat> for what? It's not called for that. Now, mind you, I never read the person. Because why? I'm in competition with nobody at all. I'm not here to prove whatever. I'm not here to say I'm better than you. I came, is a lesson and a blessing in everything. I came to, you know, build a network, friendships. No, you got majority of people that want to be like, well, you know, I've been doing this. And let me tell you about your spirit. Who invited you? Like, why? Why do you feel so comfortable saying that? Well, your spirit needs, okay. I will okay you all fucking day long. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Now, if it's something that's right, I'll be like, all right, cool. Oh, you're supposed to say loose. Whatever. Blessings to you. Light to you. Love to you. Okay. But I'm not here to say what you can do and what you can't do. I don't need to validate your gift. I'm not here to be like, oh, wow, they're the greatest. No. If you see something, say something. If not, shut the fuck up. That's it. But you'll have these people that, you know, I don't know. I guess they want to just show you, oh, I'm better than you. Ha! Well, what did you win? Because <laughs> I want to know. What did you win? Did you win something free on Amazon? What, what did you win? Okay. Of course, there's always going to be somebody better than me. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. Okay. And what did you win? What did you accomplish? Oh, you get to tell people... Oh my God. Why? Why why are you a cloud chaser? Oh my God. I'm better than E5 Bale. I would hope so. I would. I would hope so. Okay. There's always room at the top. Okay. That's it. But back to friendships. A lot of people don't know how to be a friend. A lot of people, you know, listen. If it don't apply, let it fly. If it does, change the fucking picture. Very simple. There's nothing in between. Listen, you have those people that you have friends and you will tell them, you know, wow, you know, my husband's cheating on me. I'm going through some things. They will get around someone else. I've seen this, right? And I'll be like, wow. I've seen this. True story. A sister had once told, you know, she confided in her friends. Like, listen, my husband's cheating on me. You know, I, I really don't know what the fuck to do. I caught him. And shit, and you know, I, I did. I confronted him. I confronted the girl. We're going for therapy, you know, counseling, marriage therapy, you know, marriage counseling and things. And you know, I love my husband, and I want to know what's going on. Okay, she shared. Everybody gave you know the insight and stuff, and told her they would be there for both for the family, you know, and keep them in prayer, all that. Okay. Now, she's home now, you know, trying to mend her marriage. So. These girls and I accompany them. We go to an event. So they in there. So the girl, we're going to call her Bullshit A, for real. She's in there. She's talking. And no one's paying attention to her. Like, no one. You know? And it wasn't that what she was saying wasn't important. It was just not fit for that group. It wasn't fit for it. So about five minutes in. She noticed she wasn't getting the response that she thought. So you know what she did? She stood there and was like, I know some of y'all, you know, 
um, going through some breakups. Like my good girlfriend, her husband just started cheating on and naming names. Like, yeah, you know, she's going through therapy and stuff. And now everybody was receptive. It was gossip. It was, we know this person. We thought they fucking life was amazing. Like, are you serious? Tell me more, girl. And she was in heaven. In heaven. But you're telling this person's business. Then she, she tried to justify it because when her friend found out, friend went off. But she wanted to know. Girl, I didn't say it like that. I was saying it because, you know, people were going through things and I just used you as an example. Um... Your man is all the way fucking the neighbor. Like, why you didn't use your life as an example? Why did you have to put my business out there? Girl, girl, oh my God, nobody really cared. What? Her fucking phone was going off, like everything. But the bullshitter, she became popular because she gave some tea, as y'all would say. She gave some, you know, and then... She blamed the friend. Like, oh, if you ain't want nobody in your business, you shouldn't have said nothing. But you my friend. You my sister. You ate my house. We done did things together. You my dog. Wow. And that's how you justify it? Oh, this is why I don't fuck with females. They too much. Not one time did the bullshitter hold herself accountable. But she'll tell you she don't have female friends. Why? Because she herself don't know how to be a friend. When you have to go and start a conversation and bring out the negative shit about your good girlfriends, then you are the problem, not them. If someone trusts you enough to give you their business and you have to think that's a way of building a platform or that's a way of finding friends because you want a trauma bond, then that's not a friendship. If you both have been abused or talked about or betrayed by one person, what happens when that person heals? Wouldn't you want healthy relationships? Majority of people nowadays are friends because of something that happened to them bad and that's the only thing they have to find that they're compatible with. I've seen two girls get cheated by the same dude and now they're friends because they were they had they were compatible because they both got cheated on by this dude. But then when the one started healing and she found her a new man and, you know, started her new life, they weren't friends no more. They didn't have nothing in common. I'm healed. I don't care what this dude do. And they were constantly. I had a, a girl that I had to tell her, stop calling me. Don't call me. Stop. If we're going to be friends, then let's be friends. But stop. She would call me every day. Girl, I saw your ex-husband. Okay, and. Girl, you know what? He was talking to this girl. I saw him doing this. Ma, you don't, you can't call me about nothing else? Oh, because her man used to hang with my ex-husband. And she was like, yeah, he was there. And then all of a sudden, he went to the hotel with another girl. And I was asking your ex-husband. He had some girl in his face. So what you want me to do? One, we're not together. Two, we don't even live in the same community. Three, we don't even have the same friends no more. Um, four, like, there's a long-ass list, ma. Why are you calling me about this too? I thought you wanted to know. No, I don't. I really don't. Honestly. Oh, but let me tell you what he said about you. I give no fucks. I don't care. But you don't care what he's going around saying? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. 
So the last time she called me, I'm no lie, it was last year. She called me. Oh, let me tell you, I said, let me stop you right here, Ma. Let me stop you. I give zero fucks about what my ex-husband does. And if this is the only reason for you to call me and to tell me about what he's doing, don't call me. It's been a year now. That girl has not called me. Why? When people call me, listen, oh, wow, we all love gossip, though. We do. I ain't going to lie. What the fuck? I'm going to sit here and lie to you? No. We do a little healthy gossip here and there. All right, girl. Oh, get up. But if it's every fucking day about the same motherfucker, I can't take that. I, I got ADD then. I got A-da-da-da-da. For real. No offense to anybody that got it. But listen, that shit is going to aggravate the fuck out of me. Then how are we friends? What do we have in common? That's it? Gossiping is our bonding too? Then we not friends. We not friends at all. I had a good girlfriend named Marlo, right? Marlo, to me, is always going to be an example of what a friend is. Marlo and Rachel, they ain't got to call you every day. Trust me, they got lives. And Marlo used to be the first one to tell you, bitch, I got lives. I got, I got to make me some money, girl. I got bills and shit. I can't go to my bills and tell them, hey, my good, good girlfriend said hi. What the fuck? <laughs> Where's the good, good dollar? Right? So Marlo's the type of friend that if you need her, three, four, five o'clock in the morning, she right there. She'll tell you, bitch, is this a coffee moment? Is this a wine moment? Do I got to put on my clothes? Put the shovel in the back of the truck? Are we hiding bodies? Like, what's, what's this called so I know where to put you? Girl, I'm just stressed. Oh, my God. And can it wait until the morning? Because if it's a as ASAP, then, bitch, I need to know what category to put. Girl, I saw him with another woman. Okay, bitch, this is a coffee moment. Let me hold on while she talking. Tell me what happened and she making her coffee. Because she knows she's ready to be up. Right? Okay. And it's, girl, I can't believe they robbed me. Bitch, I'm coming over. Uh, <laughs> pulling up. Um, girl, I can't believe these fucking kids. Psh, bitch, call me in the morning so we can go to their school and embarrass them. Like, that's Marlo, right? Marlo will stand by you ten toes deep. You don't need to call her every day. You don't need she. You can call her once a week, once a month, once every other week. That's Marlo, right? Marlo will ride and die for you until the wheels fall off. But you better give her a fucking destination, and you better you better give her a roadmap of what we riding for. Cause some shit she'll tell you, are you fucking stupid? Are you dumb? We we not doing that. Like you a grown ass woman? Nah, what? Who? What? Running up on a chick for what? Cause she talking to my man, then bitch, that's not your man. That's community dick. Let's go. Uh-uh. We not fighting over community dick. Get out of here. Like that's Marlo. Seriously. Straight up to the point. She ain't cutting no corners at all. That's why. And it's not that her circle is small. She has her close friends. She got her outer. She always consider friendship like throwing a rock in the in the pond where the ripples go outwards. And everybody has their place in their life. And she's good with that. And they're good with that. You know what I'm saying? But if you're a good, good girlfriend, that bitch is going to ride with you until the wheels fall off. She will. That's the one thing I will give her. She will ride with you until the wheels fall off. But she don't have time for the mess. She'll tell you, yeah, gossip is good a little bit. But let's not make this shit a daily habit. Like, you're not going to call me every day and be like, girl, guess what happened? Why? Bitch, are we getting ready to get paid? Is this Jeopardy? Are we on Family Fruit? Like, are we picking from the survey says one through seven? Like, that's Marlo. 
And Marlo has, Marlo will always, always, no matter what, and everyone that knows Marlo will say the same thing. If Marlo fuck up, Marlo gonna hold herself accountable. What she gonna do is give you 24 hours. Let this bitch cool down because I fucked up. I already know what her temperament is. Let's calm down and we gonna fix this. And that's it. And if it's not fixable, go about your life. I'm gonna go about mine. You know, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna miss the friendship. But what I'm not going to do is sit here and twiddle my thumbs and be like, oh, my God, no. Or dog you out or tell your business. Because if that's the case, I'm telling on myself because, bitch, the only way I know I had to be with you. So that's why me and her became so cool when we worked at Bennigan's together. Because something happened with two of the other girls. And she was like, yo, that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. So I'm sitting there like, go on. And she was like, how you going to dog her out when... If you know all of that, bitch, you had to be with her. Like, yo, you fell. It ain't the person you're talking about. It's your ass that's telling the story. And I was like, I love you. And we became friends. Not that instant, oh, you my sister? Nah, bitch, that's my own girl. What's up? Hey. You know what I'm saying? She got to know my kids. Maybe a good two months after. You know what I'm saying? Like, we would just bug out. Okay. But it wasn't a, oh, instant. That's my, no, no. My daughter... Right? I talk about Shaba, my baby daughter. She she had blocked. I, I asked her, I said, well, why are you not friends with this person? She said, first of all, you don't know me like that. Be like, oh, my God, I love her. Uh-uh, bitch, block. <laughs> you too friendly. You too needy. Uh-uh, you scare me. You you didn't go through the process of being vetted as a friend. I said, Shaba, you can't do that. She said, yes, I can. She said, when, when women first meet you and be like, oh, my God, you my sister. No, bitch. Uh-uh. No, you you don't have friends. And let me block you now because there's something wrong with you. Uh-uh. That's that and I was like, what's the matter? You don't you don't trust people? She said, Ma, it's not that. Like you don't even know me from a hole in the wall. You don't know if I pick my nose, whatever. How all of a sudden now you love me. Yeah, Ma, I know you sit there and say, I love you, but your love is an acronym. Lots of vital energy. You're giving people energy to move forward. But when it's like, oh my God, that's my niece. Bitch, I don't know you. Block. Uh-uh. Let's stop you before because you're trying to get access into a room that you're not even invited in. You a plus one. Uh-uh. Plus one, stay outside. We call you in for the interview. You just don't walk in and say, you got the job. Bye. And I said, oh my God. But friendships. Why do we miss those steps and we go straight to, girl, that's my sister. I'm riding for you. No, bitch. Where we going? Who's driving? Who car we taking? Is this shit registered? Do you got a license? Is there some insurance on this? Bitch, what you got in the trunk? Do you got a body? Like, no. Oh, you can't get in people business. You a fucking liar. You gonna say you riding with me? Bitch, are you riding dirty or clean? <laughs> you know? Uh-uh. Do you got a credit score? How, how's your relationship with money? What, what can I build with? Are you embarrassing? Listen, I got hood friends. I know where to take them and I know where to leave them. I got professional friends. I know where to take them and I know where to leave them. But you, they earned their spot. Like the same way I earned them my spot in their lives. But here it is, you jumping straight off the motherfucking cliff. Oh, we together. No, no. The only thing we have is some trauma bonding shit. And that's not a friendship. And also, when you skip the steps of building a friendship, you miss so many opportunities, blessings, all of that. I shouldn't have to be friends with you because somebody wronged us. So what happens when the person heals? We're not friends no more because we don't see things the same. Oh, I hate her. Well, I forgave her. (gasps) Oh, no, I forgave him. I, I I don't care no more. 
No, uh-uh, girl, because this is what they did. I don't care. I, I don't. But then we'll have those ones that want to buy you everything. God bless the dead. Ozzy. Ozzy and them, right? They came from well-to-do families. And I was in New York, and they had just left Mexico. And I was, like, really sad because, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do for my birthday. And Ozzy and them brought a car, right? These niggas have money longer than train smoke, for real. Ozzy brought a car, drove up to New York, and my brother had made, they call them ice pop cakes, right? So he takes the cones and fill it with cake mix. Oh, it's so good. It is so fucking good, right? So he made a few of those for me, and they came with me to my brother's house. And, you know, Ozzy and them, they, they had servants. Like, they didn't have to wash dishes and things like that. So they was like, can we wash the dishes? <laughs> my brother was like, yeah, looking at them like they was crazy. Like, yeah. He was like, what the fuck? I said, you know, they got money. Like, they're they not used to this. this. All this shit right here. And they was like, oh, my God, your brother is so nice. But their TV is so small. Should we go and get them a TV? So my brother's sitting there like, hell yeah, no. We don't, you don't need to buy me for your friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like, you coming up to New York, driving up here, and just spending time with me was the most beautiful memory that I want to hold. I don't want to hold, well, I gave her $1,800. No, here, take that back. No, girl, it's your birthday. Yes, I understand that. But I'm the friend you don't need to buy. Now, I know some of y'all would have been like, shit, I would have took that 18 Not me. For what? For what? Why? Your friendship enough for me is, is you, you stop what you're doing to say, listen, my good girlfriend is having a miserable day on her birthday. We can't have that. And then them motherfuckers drove up to New York from Mexico and say, we coming, bitch, we here. Hey, happy birthday. Went through the hood, everything. We was all over the place. Bugging out, laughing, talking, popping shit all in the city, just having fun. And in the morning, they got up and they went on about their business. Happy birthday. You enjoyed your birthday? Yes, I did. And we, we have stories. Now I even have more stories because Ozzy's not even here. He passed away. So I, I, was, I was grateful for that friendship to where I remember me and Ozzy had fallen out. Fuck you, Ozzy. Fuck you, Donald. I give a fuck. Fuck you. And we arguing back and forth, and we walked away. Three hours later, bitch, you hungry? <laughs> Hell yeah. What you going to eat? I'm going to get some quesadillas. Okay, get me some. All right. I know, I know. No meat. And that was it. And we sat there. And we waited. After we ate. Well, let me tell you why I was mad. Go ahead, tell me, because I'm going to tell you why I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I've always been like that. Oh, because you said, did I say it to you? No, why you want to be FOMO? Why you fear of missing out? Why you had to add yourself in it? You don't have nothing to do with this. Ozzy, I didn't speak of you. Okay. But, no but, but mean bullshit. And even Billy and them, right, was like, how the fuck you add yourself into this? How's he sit down? You know what I'm saying? And then he hugged me and we were like, yo, this is the reason why we love each other. But I remember even the first time I met him. Um, Brittany was sitting there like, oh, you my brother? He said, oh, bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> I might have your grandmother hidden my, in my basement. I said, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't rush. Don't, over, don't overstep the steps that it takes. 
of getting to know someone, hanging out, talking, having conversations. Also, your friendship should not have to, you should not have to define your friendship. Okay, let me explain. If my husband was coming home right from work, we done talked all day, we done talk, talk, talk. My husband comes in, my conversation with you is over. All right, girl, bye. I'll talk to you another time because now my husband's home. You will have chicks that be like, oh, but I talk to you when I'm when my husband walk in the door. That's your dumb ass. And you wonder why he ain't there. <laughs> Hi, uh-huh, boo-boo. Our conversation is over. <laughs> the man of the hour is home. Let me uh, pickle his tickle and, and all of that. Uh, let me make his food. Let me get him situated, ma. Uh-uh. See, I don't like laying up with pillows. I like laying up with biceps and triceps. And <laughs> bet you, my friend, you should already know how I feel about mine. So, girl, I talk to you another time. That's not two hours ago by, girl, you ain't called me back. Another time means a whole new different day. Oh, but I always talk to you when my man here. Why? Why? That's you. That's not me. No. I got shit to do. No, I got to take care of home, bitch. We friends. You don't, you got the benefits. You don't, you don't buy nothing in here. Girl, go get your life. But you have that. Friendships. The bonds are kind of disappearing. We are using each other. Instead of inspiring, uplifting, helping. And I'm not saying all of us. Because, you know, I have some good, good girlfriends that I love dearly. I'm talking about I love dearly. Where in the middle of the night, they're like, yo, we on our way. Or, hey, what's up? Or, sis, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Or I even do that with them. Yo, you name me, bitch? I'm on the next thing smoking. I remember when I told my daughter-in-law, right, my, my ex-daughter-in-law, I said, if you ever call me, I'll come. Because even if you and my son don't work out, you still, you're my grandchild's daughter, mother. And I, I, for her to be happy, you always got to be happy. You're the parent. She lives with you. So if you call me, I'll come. And I guess she wanted to test, test that theory one time. And I was in Buffalo. And she called me. I was on the next thing smoking on my way to Atlanta. But I, I always, I, I was like, Ma, I will support you beyond. I, you know, because you are the first mirror that my granddaughter mimics. You're the mother. And you're a sister. And I'm going to always see you as my child. I, I will always. You know? Just because we don't, we have a falling out doesn't mean I stop loving you. But these are friendships that you consider important. We can sit down and agree to disagree. We can respect each other's boundaries. Now I have one rule in my life that my mother embedded in us. Let me tell you, this chick named Sharon, right? I don't know where Sharon at. God bless the day that she died, right? Hi, my mom's was real close friends. Sharon, Rob's wife. God bless the dead. Rob did pass away. Man, my mother and Sharon was two peas in a pod. But my mother had one rule. Never involve her kids into anything she do. That's fact. Anybody know my mother knows that. So, my mother and Sharon had a disagreement. Sharon went to my sister Denise and did the ultimate. I'm serious. Did the 
ultimate on so many fucking levels. She did the ultimate. I've seen my mother mad, but I've never seen my mother furious. I've seen my mother mad, but I've never seen her furious. My mother walked through Sharon's fucking door. Rob was there. All her brother-in-laws. Her sister was there. I'll never forget that shit because we walking behind. My mother had them fucking sneakers on where she keep half her foot in and half her foot out. She had a motherfucking yard dress on and stuff. That big straw hat. And she walking down the street. Because Sharon lived like maybe about nine houses down from us. And my mother walked straight through that fucking house and put her hands around Sharon's throat. She said, I'll kill you dead, bitch. And I'm standing there. Everybody's like trying to get her off, trying to get her off. And Rob, God bless the dad. He looked, he was like, Miss Barbara. She told him. She ain't having a fucking, she didn't have one ounce of fucks to give to anybody that day. And she told Rob what happened and why. And why she would choke his fucking wife out. And Rob, till this day, God bless the dad, Rob died. Rob looked at his wife. He said, yo, he said, yo, you are foul for that one. Even her sisters in them, you know, my mom and Sharon never spoke right after that. Never. And I remember, you know, when my mom, I asked her and I was like, you know, you and Sharon was real close and all that. She said, you never add no one's kids until adults. She said, I don't give a fuck what I go through. When my mother and my godmother, Ella, had a falling out. Wanda was still able to go to our house. We were still able to go to their house. Like, you don't add children. I'm old school. I, that's what I raised for some older women. You don't add children to your shit. You don't. So that's my pet peeve all the time. If I never add no one's kids, I expect the same thing. Rachel, fucking right hand, uh, Garshell, all of us. We've all had our times of disagreeing and all of that. But not one time did we ever, even Kim, and not one time did we ever add our kids in anything. Never. Not an ounce. Even when I fought my sister-in-law and fought her fucking sister, her kids were still welcome in my house. I wouldn't sit there and dog them out or nothing like that. So to me, that's the area and that's the way I grew up. And there's no coming back from that. I know. And you know, you'll have people, oh, well, forgiveness is between man and God, not between me. And if you want forgiveness, die and go up there and ask God. But don't ask me because I'm not doing it. And my mother and Sharon never spoke again. I'm talking about, and that's where I learned because we was all at this, um, this the bingo hall with my mom, right? <laughs> and we walked in and I was like, mom, are you going to leave? Because Sharon's here. She said, let me tell you something, baby. You never leave a motherfucking room. Where your enemies are, baby, you sit right next to them bitches and be like, hey, how you doing? And keep it moving. She said, you make them leave. You don't leave, especially if you invite it. You know. So I had to think of what Dame Dash always said. Um, people pay me to be in a room that you got to go and buy a ticket to come in. They pay me to be here. You're paying to get inside. We two different people. So anyway, friendships. And I used to, you know, wonder about... Damn, Sharon, you know, because they were tight. They were. They were tight. They'd go to bingo together, the number spot, go to the supermarket. You know what I'm saying? Sharon was a little younger. and But my mom's, she, she ain't bad at eye. She ain't give a fuck. She ran through Sharon's house. And her man had to stand up and say, yo, Sharon, you're wrong. You were fucking wrong. You're wrong. 
You do not. Why? You you don't add that lady's. St- Man, but you know nowadays in friendships, there's no pause button. There's no boundaries. There's not. I've literally seen where this chick Lakia. Yeah, I say her fucking name. You really tried to turn my daughter against me. Like, why would you do that? And you'll you'll have to look at people and say, wow. Where someone would sit there and base their whole fucking life on, oh, but I'm a good friend. But if you already know, if you, this person is your friend and you already know those boundaries, why would you cross them? So then that means you have no concept of what a friend is. You have no idea of what a friend is. A friend is not somebody that you use. A friend is not somebody that you, you know, clout chase. Like, oh, I'm her friend to get you in the door. A friend is not a pass for you. A friend is not someone you will constantly use them or talk about them. If, if this is your friend and they are, that's why I tell people now. See, when I was younger, when I was 17, 15, you know, that shit was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what she said. But that shit don't fly now. You're adults now. So someone is comfortable to give you their business and to tell you about their business. And we have a falling out or whatever. Now you want to tell all their business. Then you don't have a concept of what a friend is. And trust me, I'm not speaking from personal experience because my mother taught me when I had my son. She said, let me tell you something will save you years down the fucking line. And I was like, yes, ma'am. She said, three things you don't do. You don't share with no fucking body. Who you fucking, how much money you got, and your next move. I said, what? She said, trust me, that'll save you a headache. I don't give a fuck if you good, good girlfriend, best friend, all of that. You ain't in my bedroom, so you shouldn't worry about who I'm fucking. I don't care who you are, not even my own fucking kids, how much money I got. Why? You didn't help me make it. And even if you did, count your shit. Don't count mine. That's why I play the gambler. You better know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money while you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the deal is done. I ain't got time for that. I'm not sitting here, and I live my life off of that shit. I don't need to tell you how much money I got. For what? Worry about your shit. Don't worry about me. And the next move, why? Why? For what? Are you going to help me with this move? Are you going to facilitate it? Are you adding to it? Are you going to promote it? What are you doing? You're not doing nothing. You're just using that so you can go and find somebody. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. My mother told me that when I was uh, 15, going on 16, when I had my son. Yes, yes, she did. And I took that shit to heart. Not at all. I'm telling you. People still be like, oh, you, you talking to this one? And I could be friends with somebody, and they'd be like, that's your man. And come and find out it's a whole new dude. They'd be like, oh, my God, why you ain't tell me? Because it's not your business. And that's on everything. If we're friendships, okay, great. I'm, you know, I got friends that I had over 40 years. I got friends that I had for two weeks. I treat them all the same. Hey, baby. Hey, Putin. What's up? Hey, I appreciate you. I love you. Love stands for lots of vital energy. You be good. All right. How you doing? I'm necessary, just like you. And, hey, can you help me? Let me see. What, what's, the, what's the details? Because the devil is in the details. Let me let you know that. Okay. All right. And if I can't, baby, I can't do that. I'm sorry. But do you need help finding someone or you have someone already in mind? Oh, I got someone. Okay. And that's it. That's all. Well, why you didn't tell me about what they did? Why? It's not your story. 
If they, if they wanted you to know, see, and that's another thing. Confidentiality, trust works in a friendship. If they wanted you to know, they would have came to you. They didn't. They came to someone else. So respect that. Oh, but why you didn't tell me where you was going? You, are you my Rolodex? Are you my gender? Are you my parents? Because I didn't even tell them half the time where I was going. So who, who are you? No, that's not a friendship. Keeping tabs. Oh, so you can go and tell someone else? Why? If I wanted the world to know, I would have posted. I would have put it out there. I would have told seven other people. No. When I got arrested, I never forget. The um the lawyer said, Let me tell you something. So you black dude, my pops brought him. He said, Let me tell you something. He said, You need to learn this before you get yourself railroaded in some shit. You do your dirt by your lonely. Pressure on the pipe, make a bus. Nigga get under pressure, they start talking. You ain't gonna tell on you. I said, thank you, sir. My father looked at me and I said, that's it. And I've been dolo ever since. I ain't gonna tell on me. That's it. You know, if I invite you somewhere, I already I already know the rules. I know what you're bringing. I know what's capable. I know the people that we are going around. And I've seen that y'all have maybe similar entrance. I'm not going to bring a Christian into an ephi ceremony. It's not going to mix. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be negative. It's going to be, especially if they don't know anything about it. I'm not going to bring a Chinese person that don't speak English into a Pentecostal church. They're going to look at you. Now, y'all can say, oh, but the energy, energy is not. No, they're going to be out. They're their prayers and everything else is different. I lived going around Delancey. I lived over there for about eight months, nine months. And when I tell you the vibe over there is different, they're more of a community. And they believe that shit for real. When you over there by Delancey and by Catherine Street over that way, where little, I call it Little China, Little Chinatown, every church has a Buddha in it. You see Jesus and you see the replicate of their people. Their church, their stores and everything, they do Tai Chi in the parks. Like, and those women built bonds. They're not related. They built bonds where if we fall out today or tomorrow, I'm not going to sit here and disrespect you. I'm going to give you a moment and then we'll speak about it. And if we can move forward with this, great. If not, we have respectfully went our separate ways. But a lot of people really don't. They don't want to listen to the elders. They don't want to listen to the older people about what friendships is. People want to put this trauma bond and this, oh, we have the same, we had the same experience. But what happens when you heal? Do you still share that same experience? You going to put a noose back on your neck? You just got free. So friendships, and I believe this is going to be a conversation for three days because it needs to be understood. It needs to be fixed. It needs to be strengthened. And I'm not just talking about friendships between man and woman. You have, I have homeboys. Like, yo, we shouldn't have to be like, yo, you know, we could be friends, but we could be friends with benefits. I don't want to fuck you. I just like your friendship. Like, yo, you're my brother. Why, why does it have to be when we have to sleep with each other? Well, if you my friend. No. Oh, girl, but he my friend. Listen, I slept with my friend and I married him and now we're enemies. Certain certain lines should never be crossed. If you're friends, stay friends. Don't, I don't know who this is for. If you are friends with a homeboy and he's your homeboy and y'all done cried together, all of that, and he a dog, don't, don't cross that line. Because see, once the relationship is over, y'all enemies. That friendship goes out the window. And now you're going to be sitting there looking stupid 
and he gonna be sitting there looking dumb. No, listen, y'all horny. Let me just give it like that. Y'all horny. Go out there and find you somebody, get your rocks off and come back and, and talk about your life. Talk about something other than that. Stop doing that. Oh, because, listen, just because it's winter, no, oh, but I feel so alone. You don't understand. And he knows me. That's right. Famous words, he knows you. He knows when your ass, when you're cheating, when you're lying, all that. That doesn't make a husband. Now, some of y'all can come for me. Oh, but I married my best friend. God bless you. God bless you. Are you happy? That's all I want to know. And I ain't talking about that outside holding hands behind closed doors throwing pots and pans happy. No, 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 no. Are you happy? Because if you are, God bless you. You're one of the few. God bless you. But it don't always end that way. I'm not sitting here hating. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, it can't be done. No, that's not this conversation. This conversation is learning what a friend is. Being a good friend. Having healthy boundaries. Not being shady to your friend. Not dogging them out with, how your little company? Uh, bitch, how your little half a man? Like, you shouldn't have to do that in a friendship. It should be, sis, I'm supporting you. When is your next event? I'll be there. And show up. Show up. It's not about you. If one of my good, good girlfriends get married, oh, shit, I'm there. What we need to do, boo? Shit, congratulations. You my new brother. How you doing? And that's it. I want to celebrate your happiness. I don't want to be sitting there saying, oh, she getting married to him. Oh, my God. Yeah, you see how this is? No, this is ugly. Mm -mm, I wouldn't put this. Uh-uh, who did this? Why, why, why you look like that? You know what? She was with some other dude. Why would you go there to fuck up somebody's day? And you supposed to be a friend? No. That's what I'm saying. A lot of us don't know what a friend is. We ourselves are horrible friends. We are. We are. When people go, oh my God, you don't be texting me. Because you're not relevant in my life. I know you. You're not a friend. I know you're associate. Hey, player. I check on those that, that are important to me. I know who to check on and I know who to say hi and keep it going. And I also know those ones that are, I want to call them the frenemies. You, you don't like me. You just want to, you just want to be a part of something because you I have a fear of missing out. And I'll give you an example. I posted, I'm doing classes. Okay. Now I'm happy with the format, the syllabus, all of that. And those that took my classes are prospering. They're progressing. They are, they know who they are. You know what I'm saying? Because they, I didn't make them who they are. They were all, they came to me already knowing what they want and who they are. All I did was give them another insight, another way of thinking to come out of the box, to not worry about what somebody else is thinking. So this girl, right? <laughs> Oh, my God, if I want to take your class, oh, my God, I'm paying. Okay. All right. Oh, but what the class consists of? Well, wouldn't you not understand because I broke it all down? I'm just saying, you know, um, how long is it? 12 until 2, right? I kept on putting arrows. I highlight and put the arrows. So, you know, what's the guarantee? The guarantee? What, what's your guarantee? What, what are you talking about? I'm just saying, you know, I said, listen, baby girl, you want to sign up for the class or you don't? Now, my friends, because your girlfriends are like, why are you entertaining it? You already know what you're capable of doing. 
I wound up blocking baby girl. I did. I'm not even going to lie. I wound up blocking her. Because you're listening to your friends, right? I wouldn't take the class. Oh, my God. You're listening to them, which is great. If these are your friends, great. But see, I have one motto because I had to learn that. Never allow no one to poison your ear about a person you don't have beef with, a person that is there to help you to move to your next level. But their beef is not my beef. I, but see, we don't do that no more. We got to jump in and then we lose the very thing that could have moved us to the next step. But you know what's so funny? Now, this just recently happened. But you know what's so funny? Her, the girl, baby girl, and the people that she was listening to, they just had a big falling out. So guess what I did? I did what the DEA did. I, it's like a drug sweep. I blocked them all. Blah, 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 blah. And let them go on and live their fucking life. Because you can't come back and be like, oh, if I made... No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Go on and live your life. Maybe there was a reason. You you took that and you ran with it. Go right ahead. Um, Yeah, because her friends were sitting there posting, oh, she don't know nothing. So I had my students write up, you know, positive reviews and how the classes helped them and stuff. And they did. And I loved them for that. Andrea, all of them, they did. And I was grateful. I was grateful for each and every one that took my course that, you know, they're, they're moving forward. They're not stagnant. They can walk in a room and they don't have to be in competition because they know from the door, I have to be somebody special. Y'all niggas invited me. So y'all already see my gift. I'm grateful that y'all see who I am. And I'm grateful that y'all paid me to be in this room. I didn't have to buy a ticket to come in. Y'all paid me to be here. Thank you. I love it for Lizzie, for Anthony, for all of them. All of them that took my course. All of them. And did we build a friendship? Yes, we did. Yes, we did with each and every one of them. After all of that, we got to see each other, talk to each other, and I got to meet a few, hang out with a few. And we have shared precious moments, moments that can be captured on camera. And those that know me know I have a passion for doing a photo shoot. Oh my God. If I see somebody and I see like a, a area, I'll be like, yo, come on. I, let's do this photo shoot. And they photos come out amazing. Amazing. For real. That, that's a passion of mine. So if you know me and you are my good, good girlfriend, you already know. You you have pictures that I took of you because I saw the, the opportunity. Oh, to let you see your beauty. And I got that from my good homeboy, Sean. Sean, I call him my Constantine. Sean sees beauty even in the most ugliest spots. We were walking down on Moreland Avenue. And in between was a flower. And all of this garbage, all this dump, they was redoing the, um, the underpass over in Moreland Avenue. And Sean took that picture and highlighted it. And oh my God. It was the most simplest, yet the most beautiful picture I've ever seen. And we had a disagreement. And you know, he would walk in the door and he'd be like, okay, I'm ready to talk now. And I love Sean Beyond. He even introduced me to his mom and them, his friends, like all of that. But it took us a minute to get there. And we had to learn each other. And we set boundaries. I know at this day, don't bother Sean. He's off, don't call him because... He's doing him. And when he would go to California and do his thing and then come back, I already knew. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not, 
an emergency call someone else because he's busy and I have to respect his space. And even now, I, I made him into a tarot card because I respect our friendship. It's built on a solid foundation. And we need to learn that. So part two is building a friendship on a solid foundation. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about friendships, networking, not using people. We're not in the business of that. We're not. Oh, but, you know, I'm no, no, no. If I can help you, I'm going to help you. But I'm not going to do it for you. I'm not going to go out there, catch the fish, buy the rod, get the bait, do all of that, and then cook it, and you get to enjoy the meal after I did all the work. I know you fucking lying. I know you lying. You ain't got to worry about that. I know how to cut you up and walk away. Friendships when you're in a relationship. You know, like, you have, there's so many components about this that we are so missing the mark. I'm not going to get, I'll never forget, the young lady that um, was my top, was my yayi in Jersey. I mean, we was all in the car and she was going, you know, she was going at her husband, right? And I remember telling her, I can't tell you and give you advice on your marriage. I'm divorced twice. I can tell you how to lose a man. I can't tell you how to keep one, ma. Like, I, I know my place. If you just want to vent, then vent. But I can't tell you something because... I want our friendship to be on up and up. I'm not married no more, so I can't tell you how to do in your marriage. No, that's out of my lead. That's out of my element. I'm not. And I remember getting a lot of backlash like, oh, you can't. I can tell them. No. I, well, coaches can only. No. Were you ever married? Were you ever married? Did you have a ring on your finger? No. Then shut up. Shut up. Know your place. Run your race. But we tend to overstep that because that's my friend. No. No. Let her go find her some married friends because she going through something right now. And they, people that has longevity in their marriage and it is functioning and they know how to communicate. That's, you point them to those. That's being a good friend. Let me point you to some positive married people because they can help you through this shit. Because I, I jumped ship when it got this point. I left. That's what you call a good girlfriend. Not sitting there, girl, you should leave them. Why? Why? So you can jump in this fucking bed? I know you lying. No, 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 no. Ma. Go, go find you some married friends and, and you do that. That's a friendship. But we have to learn how to build a foundation. And we have to see ourselves and the damage we do as friends as well. Because some of us don't know how to be friends. I had experience from watching others. And I'm learning. But I also know how to set boundaries. I know how to cut that shit off at the door. Boop. Nope. Boop. Because see, this is going to be a problem and we're not doing it. Especially if you're a repeat offender. You keep doing the same shit after I'm telling you, listen, we got a problem with this. Don't do that. And you still do it. No, you ain't a friend. Uh-uh. Bitch, you want to see me and you you look like uh, bail money in the printers, pre, uh, prison centers. Nah, baby, we ain't doing that. Let me go on. Let me go on. Let's cut this short. Tune in for part two. And that's where you'll get your daily dose of a spell. But what I want to give you right now is write down what a friendship means to you. A healthy friendship. Write that down. <laughs>